Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewire podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of maximal effort versus consistent effort and how it could affect your health and wellbeing journey. We're joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jyoti Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. I think we t- touched upon that in our uh, conversations this week about like, there's going to be times where just getting into the gym is going to be a big win and maybe doing one set instead of three sets. But as soon as you've hit that first set, you feel good. You feel so glad that you made it. And then you start to build on that momentum. So today we're looking at the importance of maximum effort versus consistent effort. And it might sound like the same thing, but it absolutely isn't. And I think it's going to be really, really important for you guys to hear this concept moving into this journey because there's never going to be a time where you're going to be hitting 100% maximal effort seven days a week. I mean, seven days a week, four weeks in every month, and then every single quarter as well. So just know that there's going to be times where there's going to be a bit of a fluctuation there, but you can still make significant progress if you get this mindset in place. Um, Stacey, I think if we kind of kick off here, and just talk a little bit about some of the reasons why uh, people may struggle to bring that consistent effort to the table and where that might be holding them back right now. Yeah, so one thing that I do see a lot, especially with people in the initial stages, is just a fear or a hesitancy to get started because they feel like they're not good at it and they're worried they're not going to be able to do it well. We work with a lot of people who are high achievers in their personal lives, high achievers in their careers, that sort of thing. So often it's quite intimidating to be given something to do like exercises where they're like, I'm bad at this. You know, a lot of times I'll see people where I'm like, why haven't you done the training sessions this week? And they're like, oh, I was a bit busy. And you, you dig down into it and it's like, okay, you had the time. You just didn't want to do something like you didn't want to be bad at something. I think that's really important to touch on because like I mentioned this in a learning zone we did recently, but anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. It's like if it's something that is worth doing and is worth your time and is important to you, then it's worth putting effort into, even if you can't do it perfectly the first time, you're going to get to a place where you can do it well. Like with exercise, for example, unless you start doing it, unless you get feedback, unless you constantly improve that, you know, like it is intimidating. I mean, I, I started kickboxing you know, a couple months ago and like we'll we'll be doing a class and they'll be like hey try a spinning back kick <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> you know because i know that i'm gonna look like a twat but you do it and it's the only way you learn so like it's, it's part of life for everybody you know so never think that we're going to be like oh look how stupid this person looks when they're doing their exercises like it's always a learning curve yeah i, I think coming into this journey as well when you see so many other people around you like kind of just moving straight into action some people have got that kind of training experience in the past, whether it's in the gym, working with somebody, even having a personal trainer in the past, and they've kind of got that confidence to get in. Sometimes you're looking around and there's a bit of comparison coming up. So you've got that comparison externally, looking at what everybody else is getting on with, but then also a little bit internally. Sometimes you might have already been in a really, really good place. Like we talked about one of the people that joined us recently, who's previously been able to do a half marathon without any real significant struggle but obviously now life has moved on a lot we've got uh, career uh, advancements we've got further education we've got children we've got family in the mix and now trying to get out and doing a run and having to stop every five minutes is it's actually doesn't feel good it doesn't feel comfortable so 
it almost makes you want to put no effort in at all rather than have to feel that feeling of failure. And I just think for everybody just embracing failure and avoiding that kind of comparison both internally and externally could help you really, really kind of push forwards. I think also the other thing is that I often see when it comes to comparison is looking at the speed of somebody else's result and not really recognizing you know, how much time they've had to put into the process, how much energy, how much support, and almost focusing on their journey instead of your own. I mean, time's come up there, Chris, and obviously I think that's one thing that we work around with our clients really, really well, but especially around time restrictions, what sort of thing would you um, advise when it comes to this max effort versus consistent effort? I think it also depends on sort of the duration of time that you're not going to have time to train. So, you know, if it's just an occasional, you know, once every few weeks, it would just be sort of adjusting that workout. What part of a session can you get in? You know, prioritise the important parts of that, uh, knowing that's that going to that's gonna contribute positively. If you've got a longer period of time, you know, a couple of weeks to a couple of months where you've got a lot going on in the rest of your life, that might be where you just have to tailor those training sort of phases towards that. So the workouts themselves will be shorter in duration, maybe slightly higher intensity. But again, you know, cutting out some of the the not as important work and focusing on just sort of the bare basics and doing that and then when you've got more time moving forward then you can start to introduce some of these extra things that are gonna gonna help out but it's just making sure that you're always doing something because 99 percent of the time getting in part of a session or a short session is always going to be more of a positive contribution than just not training at all yeah man I, I think that's such a valuable concept we've talked a lot about minimal and maximum objective setting um, we talk a lot about having push phases and pull phases, just knowing where your bodies or where your uh, capabilities are going to be at any given time is really important so that you can set your expectations accordingly. Um, but 100%, man, just having that ability to be consistent is so vital. I mean, one of the other things that really comes up from um, that consistency with effort, consistency with training is, I think sometimes we're almost waiting for the perfect moment to get things done. And, you know, feeling 100%, you know, in terms of energy and motivation. Uh, John, this is definitely something I know you've come up against in terms of coaching clients and just wondering how you get people through that phase. I think it's important to note that, like you said, Juggy, you're not going to feel 100% every single day. It's impossible. So if you're waiting for that time um, to, to work out, then it's, it's, there's, it's better training than not training. One uh, percent is better than than zero percent. Um, so when you wake up and you, you're not feeling one hundred percent to go to the gym, or you're making excuses, just go to the gym and and do the bare minimum. I like that, man. I, I think we touched upon that in our uh, conversations this week about like there's going to be times where just getting into the gym is going to be a big win, and maybe doing one set instead of three sets. But as soon as you've hit that first set, you feel good. You feel so glad that you made it, and then you start to build on that momentum. Um, I think some of the things are actual physical blockers, though. So sometimes people do get ill, they get run down, or maybe even they get injured. And that can feel like a block to being consistent with the pro progress. Um, but Josie, how would you normally kind of like approach that with a client? Yeah, so, I mean, obstacles such as injuries, we, we often work with injury rehab specialists so we can adapt your training program to fit your needs. So, for example, if you've got a knee injury, you can move to an upper body training program and we can still incorporate the rehab exercise into your training. So don't let the fear of having the injury stop you from training at all. And I mean, the obstacles will always be there. 
And I guess what we do often sometimes at the start of a client's journey is we look at the risk assessment um, task where we're, we're looking at what might be the potential obstacles in a client's journey. That way we can account for that during the 12 weeks and we have a plan in place. Yeah. Do you know what? That's so so cool. I'm, I mean, one client comes to mind this, this week even with the sciatica and that's been something that's really held her back for a long period of time. And she has done that whole kind of thing of just working through it. But inevitably, sciatica just gets worse if you're not actually dealing with the problem at the, the source. So it's been really amazing to see how she shifted from, okay, I can't do these workouts, but I can still do my upper body workouts. And instead of doing my lower body workouts, I'll do the rehab rehabilitation work that the specialist assigned. I just think that's such a powerful mindset to have coming into a journey like this, that every, every obstacle, every problem, is just another way to find a solution. If we can switch that mindset, that enables us to be consistent and no doubt that particular client will see further success on the back of that this week. So I just think that's really, really cool. Thank you so much for that, Jyoti, because you brought in the risk assessment there as well. And that's one thing that I think people tend to do and then almost forget about. That risk assessment is so vital as part of this journey. But I appreciate that. Team, I think some really, really powerful points there. If anybody's listening to this, just take away from it. You can still be consistent. You can still do your minimal objectives, even at the toughest moments. And that's going to be the thing that gets you through those tough times to help you continue progress. Sometimes progress will be maintenance. Sometimes actually maintaining your current state will be a form of progress because ordinarily you'd have put 5kg on in that time. You'd have put 10kg on that time. You'd have reverted to old behaviors, habits, nutritional intake that would have actually made it a lot harder to crack on with when you're feeling better or when you've got more time to put towards the process. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a powerful week and we'll catch up next week. If you enjoyed this episode today and it's given you value, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you've really enjoyed what you've heard, but you'd like to learn more about what you could do, how you could implement changes within your own health and wellbeing journey, but you're not ready to make the change just yet, come and join me in my free Facebook group. Type in the Indian Body Coach Open Support Group on Facebook and answer some of the questions in there. We're providing so much value in there for you guys to learn and grow and develop and progress within your health and wellbeing journey. Remember, my purpose is to educate and inspire our community to positive change for the long term, especially in relation to health and wellbeing. But thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, Have a powerful week.